Welcome to the Fantasy Affair. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, from the Fantasy Affair podcast family, it's Hot Five Happy Hour with the Matt Daddy and your co-host, Sammy G. Dun, 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 dun. Hot by happy hour. We're here, guys, ladies and gentlemen, fantasy affairians. It's hot by happy hour time. I am your host, the Maddie Daddy. Ooh, ooh. And I'm here with two studs. First off, we got Sammy G. Too hot to handle and too cold to hold. Sammy, how we doing tonight, baby? I'm doing all right, my man. Doing all right. Trying to stay warm up here in PA. Uh, can't complain too much, you know. Not, nothing that'll stop me from having a good, uh, good, good smoke and a beer outside talking to you fellas. And when you're having a good smoke and a beer, you know the Maddie Daddy's drinking on a little Miller Light. But Sammy, I know you got something sexy to drink, but I know you're always smoking something. Tell us about that little smoke you got. Yeah, so I'm smoking a uh, My Father Le Bijou. As always, got it from uh, Best Cigar Prices dot com they're good friends of ours stopped by saw them earlier today had dinner there um if you're looking for any type of cigar it uh, doesn't matter if you're a novice or an experienced smoker check them out bestcigarprices.com promo code still in effect sammy claus you get 10 percent off anything you order in the store uh that's that's not on clearance so uh, go check them out bestcigarprices.com Ooh, baby baby and next, we have Quinn, the voice of the Fantasy Affair. From what I've heard from our Fantasy Affairians, our own young blood. Quinn, how are you doing tonight, baby? Oh, we're doing pretty good. You know, I mean, it's been a, a good week for Chargers fans, including myself. Old Anthony Lynn got canned, so it's on the up and up. Oh, Quinn, 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 hold on. Before we move on from that and we, we keep going with the show, who do you want to replace Anthony Lynn? You got anybody on your wish list there? Um, I really, really like uh, Brian Dabble, the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. He uh, is so far, he looks like he's the favorite head coaching candidate for the Chargers. And a big part of that is he went to high school with the Chargers GM, Tom Telesco. And so they went, they were high school classmates. And then I love the similarities between Josh Allen and Herbert. So it's not much of a, a culture shock for him at quarterback. Look at Quinn with this yeah, insider info. Yeah, probably gives you a little bit of a chub seeing what he did with Josh Allen and, and moving over to Justin <laughs> Herbert, who already had a great rookie season. Yeah, and the Bills have weapons, but the Chargers offense might have more stuff for him to work with than the Bills even did. Hmm, sassafras. Well, you know what? That Chargers talk kind of leads into a little something we had this week. Um, kind of our first topic of the show, but let's talk about this Sunday night football game. You have Giants fans everywhere crying because of what happened Sunday night with the benching of Hurts to tank and lose the game. What are your thoughts on that, guys? That's a huge playoff implication, kind of changed the outlook of the NFC East. So, uh, Sammy, right into it. Eagles uh, Eagles game Sunday night between them and the Redskins. What, what happened here? Yeah, man, I thought it was some uh, some BS. You could obviously tell Doug Peterson wasn't trying to win the game. And uh, 
you know, you know, watching it, you're shaking your head. You see Jalen Hurts on the sideline. I think you, you read his lips and it was something to the effect of that's not right. Uh, you know, you could you could see that he was unhappy here that the team's unhappy. So, you know, not, not a good look for the Eagles. However, if you're a Giants fan that's complaining about how this played out, you know what I'm going to tell you? Get a team that wins more than six games. How about we don't go six and ten and expect to make the playoffs? Let's go on a run like maybe the Washington football team did where they won five of the last seven to get themselves in there. You know, it, there, there were things you could have done to get yourselves in the playoffs, including winning games. So don't look at the Eagles and blame them for the Giants not getting into the playoffs. Quinn, Absolutely. what do you think? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you you play football games to win. You, you always hear, you know, that these teams are tanking. Like, the Jaguars and the Jets weren't intentionally tanking. They just sucked. <laughs> the... What I saw on Sunday night was far and away the most blatant tank I've ever seen in my entire life. And the fact that it happened on national television, primetime Sunday night football, it's disrespectful to the game of football. And on top of that, they claimed that they did it to judge their quarterback situation. You don't even know who your starting quarterback is. Why are you trying to figure out who the backup is? You still don't know if it's Hurts or Wentz. Who cares about Nate Sudfeld? I'm kind of in the middle there. I see I see the everybody's so mad about them losing on purpose. But they went from the ninth pick in the draft to the sixth. Um, in April, that would cost you a lot of chingle to make that kind of move. But to me, I do understand everybody. You're you're a pro. You're going to compete. But we see what happens in the NBA. We see these other sports. Um, everybody should have seen this coming. This isn't anything that's unexpected to me. Um, I want to move on, guys, because we got a hell of a show tonight. We got some hot buys, some yum-yums. We're talking playoffs. We're talking video games. You know Quinn just got that new hookup, that Madden player. And – my personal favorite from a dynasty's perspective, those underperforming veteran receivers, studs of yesterday, but maybe hot buys of tomorrow. So without further ado, guys, let's get it. All right, first on the docket, playoff predictions. This is something for us hot buy happy hour, guys. We're going to have a little friendly challenge where we're going to predict the playoffs up to the Super Bowl. And we're going to use you fantasy affarians and you guys on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere to pick our punishment for the loser. So that's right. Sammy, Quinn, and the Maddie Daddy are going to put our predictions out on the web, on your social media platform. And we're going to let you pick the punishment by the most likes. Are you guys ready for some playoff predictions? First round, baby. Y'all ready? Let's, do, yeah, let's get it. I'm in. I'm in, buddy. Let's do it. Let's go AFC first. These are some yummy matchups, man. I know what I'm going to be doing this weekend. Of course, we got the this new format with the 14 teams. We only have one team on each side getting a bye. In the AFC, it's your Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, big surprise. But let's dive into Shockers. these matchups. Yeah. 
Let's go first. Bills, Colts. We can talk about this a little, but let's kind of keep it on a time limit because we do have quite a bit of games. Let's go Bills, Colts. Quinn, who's your pick and why? I want this. This one was tricky for me. It was one that I thought about. I'm going Colts over the Bills. And I think the Bills aren't going to be able to stop Jonathan Taylor. No one has the last few weeks. He just ran for 250 in week 17. And the guy's on a tear. I think he keeps it going through the postseason. Sammy, who you got here, baby? Bills, Colts. I'll start off by saying I live in PA so I can bet on, on sports here. And I had a futures bet after week two on the Colts making it to the Super Bowl. But with Whoa. that said, I'm going to have to go Bills. I mean, you just you, you see what they did to a good Miami Dolphins team in the last week of the season. If that's not a team coming in with some momentum, looking good, looking hot at the right time, and, and one of those that's going to peak in the playoffs, plus they got a lot of weapons, maybe not as many as the Chargers, according to Quinn, but they got a lot of weapons on offense. They still got a good defense. They just torched a very good Miami defense. So I'm going Bills, and I, I expect big things from the Bills moving forward. Well, and the Maddie Daddy, uh, yeah, kind of from uh, the Bills Mafia. So uh, I'm going to pick the Bills over the Colts because of Josh Allen, because of Cole Beasley, John Brown, and your boy, Stefan Diggs, wide receiver three, I think, on the year. This Bills Mafia is the real deal, and their defense can still play y'all. Uh, so we got two on the Bills, one on the Colts. This should be fun. I can feel it. Next up, I know old Brad, the stickler, he's going to like this one, Steelers-Browns. Let's go to you first, Sammy. Steelers-Browns, you've seen the Browns struggle. You've seen the Steelers kind of unload from being undefeated to kind of struggling here lately. Who are you picking in this matchup? So I don't think it's kind of struggle lately. I think it's really, <laughs> really struggle lately. And for that reason, I'm going to kind of the same way for the last matchup. I'm going to go with the Browns. Whoa. I, I, I think that that Pittsburgh offense is so one-dimensional that you see them two weeks in a row, and I don't care if you had Mason Rudolph last week and Ben this week. They, it's still a one-dimensional offense that just tries to spread the ball around with, with real short patches, passes to make up for a non-existent running game. I think they can game plan around that. The only issue I have right now is uh, what's Stefanski, right? That's the name of the coach being out for the game. That That's not a good look for Cleveland. That causes, causes me a little bit of hesitation, but I think they can game plan uh, something for the Steelers. All right, Quinn, the voice. What do we got here, baby? I it It's another close one, but I, I got to take the Pittsburgh on this one. Um, it's just at the end of the day, they've been there before. Cleveland hasn't been there before. These guys aren't playoff football players. Pittsburgh, you got Big Ben, who's been to Super Bowls, won Super Bowls. They've got that experience. They've got the leadership that Cleveland doesn't have, and that's what wins you games in January. All right, so it's down the down the middle. I'm not ready to bet on the Browns at all yet. So I'm going the Steel Curtain. I can't wait till I, the Renegade hits. And the fans are pumped. Well, if we have fans, but Steelers all day for me. I think Big Ben's going to get get close to another one. All right, last game of the AFC: Titans Ravens. This one is going to be, in my opinion, the game of the week on the AFC side. Titans Ravens. Let's start with Quinn. Quinn. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, we all know about Lamar Jackson. He doesn't win in the playoffs. We're going Titans. I like it. 
Sammy? Yeah, for me, I think this is a game in the AFC that is going to be the most uh, most likely to be a blowout. And I'm going to go Baltimore because I think that the Titans are incredibly overrated. If you look at their body of work over the course of the season, it's not as good as their record indicates. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going Baltimore. And I wow. think it's going to be close. This is some crazy stuff, guys. Um, the Maddie Daddy, he's a cowboy at heart. But he grew up around the Nashville area. He's got a little Titan in him. So I'm going to stick with my boy Derrick Henry just running folks over 2,000 yards, guys. Just hope he doesn't break down, but I don't think he will. I'm going Titans. So we've got we got it figured out on the AFC. That's the first round, guys. Time to move to the NFC. We got the Packers. The Packers with a bye. Kind of an underrated team. Everybody thought with the whole drama of the offseason with Aaron Rodgers, this team would just fall apart. And here they are, the number one seed in the NFC. So that leaves us with the Saints-Bears. Let's go, Sammy. What we got? Saints all day. Bears aren't a good football team. That's all I got to say. That's all that needs to be said. Quinn? Uh, Trubisky versus Drew Brees. Even someone who's never played foot, never heard of football knows Breeze is better than that other guy. So, Saints. I will say one thing. The one thing I remember hearing when Trubisky was coming out of uh, college is he was didn't have a lot of body of work of art just from not getting a lot of starts. But he was compared to Drew Breeze by everybody, which is crazy. I know that's not – he's not on that level. But is it is fun to see him versus Drew Brees and just what if? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm picking the Saints. All right, Seahawks Rams, another juicy one. I think Seahawks have had some trouble playing the Rams this year. Don't hold me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, Quinn, I see you shaking your head. Seahawks Rams, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's an interesting one because that NFC West division was a complete mess this season. Every team seemed like they were capable of beating every team there. This is their third matchup of the year. But I'm kind of going with the same thing I went with Pittsburgh-Cleveland. Seattle's a team. And, I mean, the Rams have been here before, but Seattle, they've been better in the playoffs than the Rams have, and they're more consistent. I'm taking Seattle. Have they? Have they been better in the playoffs over the past couple years? Seattle's won a Super Bowl with their quarterback and coach at the helm. The Rams haven't. Yeah, with their quarterback and coach, that's two players. And I don't think anybody else on that team was, was on the team at that point. So Lockett, I, Lockett was there, yeah. Maybe. Could be, could be, but he, he probably wasn't getting much burn. And he was a young player if he was there. So I, I'll go with mine. I'm going to go Rams. I think stars win games. I think you got a defense with Jalen Ramsey. He's able to pick up one of those on wide DK. receivers. Pick up one of those wide receivers. And, and you got Aaron Donald wrecking, wrecking havoc. And that's where Russell Wilson struggles is when he gets pressure right up in the middle into his face because he's a shorter quarterback. I think Aaron Donald can have a a, a big day. I think he can make some some things happen, so I'm going Rams. Dude, Sammy, you were on fire. To me, this was the game that I – for I remember, what, week one, two, I was like, maybe the Seahawks can go to the Super Bowl. No, not not anymore. I can maybe, you know, sit in it later. But the Rams, dude, like you said, that defense, that offense. And you got to remember, Seahawks can't stop anybody. Their defense isn't good. They're banged up at RB. I just don't see it. I, Ramsey on Metcalf. Oh, 
Gross. Give me the Rams. All right, let's see how this one goes. Washington Bucks. You got Brady and the Bucks. Washington slipping in by the hairs on their chinny chin chin. Sammy, what you got here, baby? So that Washington defensive line has been really good all year. That wash that Tampa Bay offensive line has had all kinds of injuries. Wasn't good even coming into the season. And uh, we all know Tom Brady isn't really moving very much. I think this game is going to be really, really close. Um, uh, F it. I'm going Washington. Whoa. It, and I'm a Bucks fan. Woo-wee-wah-wah. That's a, that's a bold take as well. Quinn, what do you got? It's, it's an interesting one because, uh, you know, Sammy, to kind of back up the two points that you made also – if you go back through Bruce Arians' coaching career, something that he's notorious for is getting his quarterback killed throughout the pro- the process of a season. And that's been the case again this year in Tampa. Brady traditionally does struggle under pressure. The thing is, I just don't think at the end of the day, even if Brady struggles, he's going to go toe-to-toe with a hobbled Alex Smith and still pull that game out. I can't not take Tampa here. Got to well, go, go you're, Bucks. You're hating on handicapped people, I see. When you're, playing a, when you're playing a sport that relies on athleticism, yes. Hmm. I don't hate on it. I could uh, Obviously, I could see that one going either way, and I could see Tampa blowing them out. But I look at that D-line, and, and it's, it's pretty nasty. And that o- offensive line is nasty in a completely different way. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an NFC East guy, and I'm a Cowboys guy. And I do not like the Redskins. I like Ron Riviera or Rivera. Anything he's doing, I'm buying. But the Bucks, man, I want the Bucks to win. I want to see AB get one. I want to see Brady get another one. He's what 42? He's got the juice to me. So I'm going Bucks all day. So, guys, like we said, that wraps up the first round. You've heard our picks. We're gonna post it on our social media, our website, the works. And we want you guys to tell us what the punishment should be for the loser. And that punishment, whatever gets the most likes on our next live stream, which will probably be around the Super Bowl or right after, one of us will have to do a visual or whatnot of that punishment. So this will be a fun one, very fan interactive. But as we're saying interactive, while I was at in Florida getting sun on the beach, Video games. Quinn got himself a new system. The Madden Extraordinaire. The Le Champion. Quinn. We all have a little video game experience. You know, me and Sammy are, you know, a little bit of the old timers here. So, Quinn, fill us in on that new system, and we're going to talk video game experiences and just the hot buy aspect. So, what is your hot buy? What What is this new Xbox you've been talking about? Yeah, I... Uh... I, it was on Black Friday, actually. I managed to score myself an Xbox Series X. I had to camp out in front of our local GameStop for about 12 hours. So I ate Holy Thanksgiving. Crap. Yep. They only Loser. had eight. They only had eight <laughs> in the entire city of Morgantown. So I ate my Thanksgiving dinner, and then I went and sat in front of GameStop. How nuts. You were but, dedicated, uh, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, it was – and it turned out to pretty much it's going to be the last chance to get one till April because they just didn't make as much to How does that satisfy happen? the demand. You know that this is a video game system one, and 
how long has it been since the last one it's been a uh, while it the xbox one when it the xbox one on ps4 when they originally came out was seven years ago come on step up your games guys you yep. know how this works everybody's you know everything's virtual or online or whatnot um so hey, tell Quinn, me Quinn. how much did you pay for this thing uh it's a it was 500 but, but how much Xbox, are they being sold for? How much could you um, sell it for right now? If I was to go on eBay, I could probably flip it and about double my money. Let's do it. Quinn, I got a question for you. All right. How many how many people were in front of you in line? And how many people showed up and realized no chance they weren't going to uh, get one and had to roll out? So I was the ninth person in line. They had two PlayStations and eight Xboxes. So the first, there were two people in front of me that got PlayStation. So I got one of the last Xboxes. The store opened at seven at about six 30 in the morning, about 75 people showed up to try and get an Xbox and realize that there were way too many people camped out. Okay. So I have a question for you. A couple questions for you, Quinn. I'm out of the video game loop as much because my kids play it now, but I just don't want to spend my time. It sucks you in, in my opinion. Um, so for your video game, so obviously you have an Xbox. Have you always been an Xbox guy over P PlayStation guy? I was. Uh, when I was a kid, my dad was playing games on the original Xbox, and he got me into Halo, and Halo is an Xbox exclusive game, so it's always been Xbox for me. Halo, Halo. Y'all remember the Beyonce song, Halo? No? Okay. Um <laughs> Uh, let's go. That's I'm gonna a hell say of a one reference right there on Hot by Happy Hour. Gonna be a halo, halo, halo. Um, Quinn, I will tell you why I can't play a PlayStation. Because these Hulk hands I have, they get when I'm when I'm playing video games, I start getting tense because I'm not good, and you start losing and you start Hulk smashing stuff. So to me, the PlayStation controller, I always break it. But those Xbox, they're for like us fat boys, you know, with the hands, with the grips. Um, but yeah, I'm about let's go. To, huh? I'm about hey. to give you some advice that'll change your life from a gaming what? perspective. Wear gloves. So, no, so I play shooters. Um, I, I, I do play mostly Madden, but my secondary game is Call of Duty. And I mainly play uh, Search and Destroy, which is like one life. You know, there's six, you know, first to win six rounds. You only have one life, so make it count. Um, I play significantly better on that game, not drunk, but with a nice buzz because it just okay. slows you down, steadies you out just enough well, to where I'm your shot's a little bit more accurate. That's not a problem these days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Quinn, one other thing, man, I'm a Madden player, but I want to ask you, I've heard you are a, like I said, a la champion of Madden. So, first off, who, what is your gamer for all these hardcore – because a lot of people that play fantasy play Madden. I play Madden when I can. I'm not good, but I play. What is your gamer tag, and how did you get so good? Are you just addicted to it, or what? Um, so, I've always kind of been, you know, been a Madden guy. I started playing Madden 05 was my first one, and I've played every year since then. Um, I didn't really start getting into like the online scene. I was mainly like, you know, franchises, like by myself doing like team rebuilds, things like that. And it was, um, really about Madden 13 timeframe that I really started to get into that online aspect of it. 
And then I've always been, you know, decent, like flirt with top 100 in the world kind of stuff. Or, you know, just I could beat all of my friends before that. And it so how often do you lose then? If you're that, do you just never lose? So I got really good at Ma- in Madden 20 was actually so last year because COVID hit and I had to quarantine. So I had nothing else to do but get really good at Madden. And I just stopped losing in every on like I just stopped losing online. The only time I lost for like a month and a half, I played a legitimate pro player. If you play Madden, his name was his name's Dubby. You'll know what that means. Um, yeah, he beat me, and he it, our game was close, and that was the only game I lost for months. All right, yeah. real quick before we move on to us, us old old geezers now. Um, what's your gamer tag, man? Where can they find the uh, lone wolf up there? Yeah, gamer tag. It's a it's a bit of a weird one because it's Xbox auto assigned, and I just haven't changed it. But it's a uh, Jolly Pup seven one seven three four two nine. I would not be intimidated if I was playing you online. I saw Jolly Pup yeah. pop up. Oh, uh, here comes old Jolly Pup. That's why. <laughs> we got this. Yeah, except except now I run around notorious because you know you play Jolly Pup, and the next thing you know, it's the second quarter, and you're down thirty five zip, and you don't know what happened. What's the team of choice? The Chargers? Um, if I'm running regs, I go Seattle because of the speed of Metcalf and Lockett. What's regs mean? Hold on. What does that mean? Like Reggie? Okay. So there's uh, there's multiple ways you can play Madden. There's ultimate team, which is you build your own team, you know, through like grinding and getting like coins in the game. And you can buy packs, like packs of cards, like trading cards, but you use them in game. Uh, so there's that. There's franchise mode, which is franchise mode. Um, and then regs is like online head-to-head using regular teams, regs. Regs. So if I'm playing regs, I go Seattle. So uh, what video game, uh, let's move on from all this Madden talk with Quinn, the, like I said, the band, Sammy, hit me with those video games, baby. What's your, uh, what's your video game experience? Well, so right now I have probably owned every single FIFA that has come out since 2005 i play that on uh, all the playstation consoles but that's not interesting nobody wants to hear about that you know i play online every once in a while against people i'm about 50 50 and you know it, it that, that's not interesting my video game experience started way back late 80s early 90s with some sweet ass tech mobile hell yeah and we used to have neighborhood tournaments and uh we'd have to pull names out of a hat at nobody was allowed to be the Raiders because Bo Jackson was too nasty. You know, we'd pull teams out of a hat to to see who you were going to be, and, and we just played tournaments all day. It was all the neighborhood kids. I'd be like 10 years old, and we'd have about eight, sometimes 10 kids over. Some would be as old as 16 years old. They'd be over to, to play Nintendo and, and so Tech Mobile. So awesome, dude. That was the shit. Back when kids it, went outside and met each other and did fun stuff. But, uh, and you think, and you think about it. That's kids our age. You know, we couldn't watch every uh, every NFL game. No. And at the time, the Niners were like the best oh, team man. in the NFL. So no, the Cowboys were. Don't lie. Uh, I'm talking late '80s, bro. Definitely not one in fifteen. Come on, get Wait, out of here. How many? The the Niners were on fire, man, back in with the Montana, and then eventually when they beat uh, Quinn's Chargers with Steve Young, but. Yeah. I think I felt like they played the Bengals a couple times in the Super Bowl back then. They did. They played them early '80s, and I think the other one was '89. 
Yeah. So they, yeah, they, they, they played them a couple times, but you didn't get to see them on TV very often. You learned about some of these West Coast teams being an East Coast guy in Florida. You learned about them yeah. by playing Tecmo Bowl, and you're like, man, that team's really good. I'm going to have to see what they're doing. And you, I would look in the newspaper and, and follow along with the players that I learned from playing uh, playing Tecmo Bowl. So did you – because you're, you're Tecmo Bowl. Did you dive – so did you dabble in the Super Nintendo days, the N64 days? Were you kind of still knew what was going on then? No, no, I, I – kind of dropped off in the in the 90s I was playing sports in high school I didn't really have time to to play and then I picked it up again probably about 2000 okay okay um my video game experience I'm not going to go into huge detail I'm just going to tell you more about like maybe two stories I've always played Madden but I remember back in the day the N64 man that was I guess just my era of just dominance I played every game they had. I loved the Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. I loved GoldenEye, the original, like, first-person shooter game. I would literally walk home from school, and I would not eat lunch at school because my parents would give me lunch money. And I would save it so I could go to Blockbuster and buy a used video game. So I would go, like, weeks on end just not eating lunch. I, I still got my lunch. Just a what's little earlier block- in the day or later. Yeah, I wasn't what's starving. This, what, what's this blockbuster thing you're talking about? What is what is uh, that? Hey, there's hey. still one open. I was just <laughs> talking to somebody about blockbuster. I was like, dude, I remember how pumped I would get for the new releases. I'd get a movie, and then it was all sectioned off into like western sports, fitness, whatever. And I would get get a movie or two, and then I would get to do the concessions, the, the candy. And I, that yep. would make – then you see that big board that had the release dates, and that just made your day. Like, I was – I did, I like not having all these options. Options are sometimes bad because you don't know – there's too much, and you don't know enough about any of it to really make a choice. You just randomly pick something, and it's either dog shit or, you know, you like it. Um, hey, Sammy, mad props for that documentary you uh, referred everybody to. During our thing, uh, the one with the submarine and the drug smuggling, everything Operation, like that. Operation Odessa. Dude, that was sick. Highly recommend Operation Odessa on Netflix. To anybody who hasn't seen it, crazy-ass story, crazy-ass ending of the story. Sammy, that was that was a – baby, that was great. Hey, can, um, I, can, I, can I step back a couple weeks then? I yeah, let's it. do it. Let's talk. I got, I got, a, I got ADD'd out when we did that, and I had a second, and and for whatever reason, everything just just jumbled in my mind. I think that was the snow day, right? So I was freezing out here. It was a 18 inch blizzard, and I was sitting yeah, out here. You're a trooper, snow. dude. Yeah. So the other one I wanted to talk about was Icarus. If you haven't seen Icarus, it's another sports one, and it starts out with this guy who wants to see what the the gains you can get from taking steroids are, and he, uh, he starts juicing, and he gets tied in with this Russian guy, like Russian sports minister guy. who's ru- You've seen it, Quinn. I can see you're shaking your head. He's, he's actually running the doping program in Russia, and eventually what happens is they catch all the Russians doping, and this guy has to flee, the, flee Russia. He comes to the United States, and now it's like you got to protect this guy because the Russians are looking for him. Check out Ooh. Icarus. It's a crazy story how it starts starts and how this guy who just all he wants to do is document the gains that he can make on steroids as a as a cyclist and it morphs into something completely different it's a great one 
Yeah, and so, um, it wasn't just the Russians. It was the Russian Olympians. Mm-hmm. That it was the Russian Olympic scandal that was that the Russians were doping Olympians to make them win gold medals. And they explain how they do it. Like they, they talk about how they actually got them the steroid or they got them the clean urine to pass piss tests. It's crazy. Watch this documentary. And like I said, the craziest part about it to me was the way the documentary started and the way it finished was nothing like what it was supposed to be. It's like, how did this guy stumble into gold like this? It's, it, it's a good documentary. Icarus is what it's yep. called. It's fantastic. So here we go with Sammy. This is hot by happy hour. Sammy has brought so much to the table between his documentaries, the turkey and the air fryer, like, or uh, the fried turkey, just little things that have just changed the game. And not only that, Sammy, I think now's a good time to bring up those cigars again. Bestcigarprices.com, man. Promo code Sammy Claus, 10% off anything on their online store, man. Hit them up. All right, guys, real quick before we head up into our fantasy football part of the show, the meat, everybody's wanting to hear one more little video game tidbit about myself. Um, as you were saying, Madden and you're a champ, all that stuff. Me and one of my roommates, uh, probably before I met my wife, we were very competitive. So we'd play basketball, we'd play football, video games, but we would make bets on the game that we were playing. And most of the time they're embarrassing bets or we had like a 21 point rule. If you got down by 21 points in basketball or football, you would have to stand on this little night stand table till you got back down. So the whole game, you're standing up on a table playing. Um, but then we would have embarrassing bets like if you lost, you had to wear a fedora everywhere for a week. You could not take the fedora off at work, at, at the gym, anywhere you were, or an American flag bandana, or a mustache bet, just shirt tucked in at all times. Just all these, you know, fun, embarrassing, but funny things we would do um, just with our inner competitiveness. And that kind of reminds me of fantasy football and how we're all just, we're just, we're alphas. We all want to win. We all soak up all this and just want to be the best. Um, And yeah, and I was always into Madden, like Quinn was saying, with the dynasties, the franchises. And that kind of goes hand in hand with fantasy football and really dynasty football. You're building a franchise in Dynasty. That's your team. I see guys like Sammy making trades every day. Different stuff. But that brings us to our next topic, Fantasy Affair. If you haven't checked out the site yet, guys, ffaffair.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere. But we talk Dynasty. We talk Fantasy Affair. We have all these shows, not only just Hot by Happy Hour, we have DFS Cash Crusade. We have Marriage or Mistress. We have the locker room. We got guys writing for us. We, as a matter of fact, we just got Quinn. Not only Quinn, but we got our other buddy, and he's writing articles. Geneva, um, a couple of you guys know him as Garrett, but he's kicking butt for us. So fffaffair.com, check us out. We got all these shows for you. Um, and now to the main event. Hey, Matt, Dynasty- you know- before you eh. move on, and just just so everybody knows, we're not slowing down in the off season. No, but we're still going to be cranking out, out content. content for everybody. We're getting better. The chemistry's building. We're starting to grind. We're tucking in our shirts. We're tying our shoes, and we're getting to work. And that's what we do. 
And that's where we're coming now. Dynasty receivers. I wanted to talk some studs of the yesteryear that struggled a little bit this this year, but maybe they're hot buys. I'm talking these alpha receivers that everybody's kind of down on right now because the season's over, age plays a factor. I want to start with I want to start with Julio Jones. I've been on board with him all all year. Nine games played, wide receiver three in 2019, guys. Um, we're talking about a guy who has been an alpha forever, but he does have injury history. He is on the Falcons. The Falcons just fired the coach. Turnover. We don't know Matt Ryan. We don't know Julio. Ridley's there. There's so much intrigue. So from a dynasty perspective, what what is Julio Jones to you, Quinn? Uh, is he the number one? Are you selling him? Are you buying him? What is Julio Jones at this point? I think I'm selling Julio. Um, it's it's tough. It hurt. It almost hurts your heart to do it. You know, if you have Julio on your team to trade him out. But like you said, you have Calvin Ridley there. Uh, Russell Gage is also there. That's kind of coming to his own due to Ridley's injury or due to uh, Julio's injuries. Um, Hayden Hurst is kind of looking good as a tight end target. So there's more mouths to feed now in Atlanta. Julio's going to take that step back. You don't know what that offense will look like next year. It's There's too many question marks for me to pass up on the trade value that he could possibly bring. Okay. So you're not on board with Julio's age and just the situation in general. So I'm going to offer you a trade here in a second, but I want to get Sammy's input on this one. What's your thoughts on Julio now from your, you just, you know, you just traded for Keenan Allen. You gave up Chris Godwin. It was a, it was a good trade on your part, but I want to talk Julio Jones. He's obviously not played like Keenan Allen this last year or two. What are your thoughts, man? Is he a wide receiver one on your team? Is he a. Nah, buddy. So I'm going to say he's a, uh, he's a wide receiver two at best right now I think for the same reasons that Quinn said you've got other options primarily Calvin Ridley uh younger very similar type receiver um you know I can't I can't see Julio maintaining that high-end status moving forward uh, hopefully I'm not I'm not taking anything from you with the uh the trade that you're going to throw out there but you know if, if I've got him I would trade him for a for a second round draft pick in the rookie okay. draft Fair enough. I want to. I want to trade with you, Sammy. Do you have Julio anywhere? Because I'm a Julio fan. He might be broken, but I got plenty of duct tape. Evidently, Julio is not on the hot buy right now. So I'm going to offer you a trade. I'm going to go right to you, Sammy. I got Michael Pittman. Can I get Julio? You got so I don't have top of my head. I have no Michael Pittman shares, so I can't go off the top of my head with what Pittman did this last year. I know he had a couple good well, games, but 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 this, this is what I'll say. Um, you give me. I had Benny oh, Snell. Man, that's, You're that's, a PA guy, man. Benny Snell. Here, Sammy, I'll help, I'll help you out real quick, Sammy. I, Michael I, I Pittman evolved I take, to. I would take it. I would take it. All right, so you're. I'm throwing you Benny Snell on top. You're getting Pittman and Benny Snell for Julio Jones. He's out of here. Okay, Quinn, I got one for you, dude. It's a super flex league. 
you're you're okay at quarterback, but obviously I know you don't want Julio. I just offered you Sam Darnold in a super flex league. Are you taking it? No, I can't. I, and that's partially I don't like Sam Darnold at all, period. Daniel Jones. Mm. It is super flex. It is super flex. It is. And that that's tempting. That's that's way more tempting than uh, Darnold. For me, I feel like I could still like I feel like you can get more for Julio. I don't know that that's my thought process on it. Is what can I would you get sell, for Julio Jones then? That I don't. I I can't I can't speak on that specifically, but I would definitely hold out beyond that. Okay. Um, I think because there are people so, out so, there that still are going to trade for that name value. So what quarterback? What quarterback would you trade for Julio if you can think of one in a super flex? And I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Teddy but Bridgewater. I would I would sooner trade for Bridgewater over those two because the Panthers are putting a team together. I like the Panthers receiving core a lot more than anything that's in New York. And also, uh, you don't know where Sam Darnold's going to be next year. Sorry, I said New York. I just realized you offered me the Jets and the Giants quarterback, so I can't just say New York. Um, uh, the With Sam Darnold, you don't know where he's going to wind up. So it, he might not even be a starter next year. Um, Daniel Jones is more tempting, but I still I don't love their receiving core. I feel mm-hmm. like with Bridgewater, he has more options. I would much. I would probably move Julio for Bridgewater. Right on. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on to another one. I just heard what you said about Julio. Let's talk Odell Beckham Jr. or Beckman Jr. This guy has fallen off the face of the world. Wide receiver 25 in 2019. He's 28 years old, played six games this year. He is not gelling with the Browns so far. They're treating him like a number one, but he just tears his knee. He's out for the year. Sammy, we had we kind of briefly discussed Odell. I want you to kind of fill me in on your your stance on Odell as a hot buy. Are you selling him? I'm not saying you're you're banking on him to be your wide receiver one, but you're kind of thin at receiver. Your wide receiver two, maybe. Are you buying Odell? And tell me about yeah. it. Yeah, so I want to buy Odell in, in my leagues. And, and the reason I want to buy him is I think his value has hit rock bottom at this point. Uh, you know, you, you get a, a lot of the talk about his off-field distraction and his locker room cancer antics. I think a lot of that's overblown. I think partially he got that rap because he was playing in New York. You know, they're going to have a, a, a laser focus on everything that goes on their media capital of the world, et cetera. So, you know, I think that that lingered with him as he moved to Cleveland. He had a subpar year last year. He had a difficult year even before he got hurt this year. I think you can ha- you can get Odell Beckham for pretty cheap. You just have to find – you got to hope that the owner isn't significantly attached to the name. That's the issue. Right. Well, and that's why we're talking these guys. These guys have the name. They have, like I said, stars of the yesteryear. So I'm a big guy in vet receivers. I just trust them. And the injuries always, they do catch up to you time to time. But these guys, when they play, are pretty damn consistent. So, Quinn, Odell Beckham Jr. So, for uh, a lot of the reasons that uh, Sammy said, I do agree I would buy Odell Beckham Jr. right now. Uh, because like Sam said, he's at rock bottom. 
with his value. Um, I'll tell you who Odell reminds me of. Uh, Stephon Diggs. When Diggs was with the Vikings, he was solid, but he wasn't great because there were too many mouths to feed. There's too many mouths to feed in Cleveland. There's way too many options there. If Odell gets moved somewhere, which I think with the Browns making the playoffs without him, they might be more tempted to ship him out somewhere. And if he can go somewhere where he's a true number one receiver, he is the number one target. You're looking at him getting 12 to 15 targets a game. He's going to be a monster in fantasy for you. Yeah, so that, that's that's the uh, elephant in the room. That's the elephant in the room right there, Quinn. You got to get him before he gets moved. I agree with you. Yep. I think there's a very good chance that he gets moved on, similar to Stephon Diggs. So get in on him early, before he gets moved. Okay, he's a hot would, buy, guys. A, I would take a flyer on him. OBJ, baby, and I'll be right there with you guys. Like I think the value is low. I'm going to take a chance. Sometimes this burns, but. Odell feels like the perfect tent, man. Um, to me, he's a hot buy. He has showed that he is one of the best in the game. He just has to stay healthy. The talent is there. I don't think he's dropped off. So I'm going to offer you guys some trades since I know you're interested in him. Um, Sammy, I am offering you – ooh, you want Odell. So I'm going to get – I want the unrestricted free agent Mike Davis who just proved himself in Carolina. I'm not saying he's going to be a starter, but he is – he's a player. He's a gamer. But I want a second as well. Are you trading – are you giving up that for Odell? Yes. Okay. I didn't even have to throw anything in. That would be – I think I'd buy Odell there too. Quinn, another Odell – Hot buy, happy hour, buy. I'm asking for a second. Cole Beasley and Alan Lazard. Uh, you let me keep Lazard. You got a deal there. All right, then let me get a first. You believe in Lazard enough that you're going to let me move up in the first round and let's do it. I would I would sooner move Lazard and Beasley in a second than I would Beasley in a first. Okay, it's going to be a little tougher to deal with you on Odell. So guys, don't hey, I move got one first, for you, Maddie. Yes, sir. Would you? I know one league that we're in together. You've got AB. Would you trade AB for Odell? Yeah, just because AB's off the field stuff. I don't think. AB a- still a hot buy for me. I saw somebody post the 301 or AB. I was like, come on. When AD AB plays, he's on point. Um, but yeah, that's a yeah. I I trade AB just for the ah yeah, just for the off the field stuff. I think he's good though. But uh got, yeah, I had some you gotta remember God Godwin hold on, Godwin's a free agent. Godwin's a free agent this year, which changes the dynamic in, in uh Tampa. I just worry about AB getting suspended, and I don't want to be the guy that gives up Odell to, you know what I mean? I'd rather Similar have Odell floor, than AB. higher ceiling for Odell. Yeah. Um, all right. Agreed let's with let's that, get Kevin. off these. Let's go to something a little more juicy. The slant king, Michael Thomas, the wide receiver one in 2019. Played seven games this year, wide receiver 93, 27. 
This guy's going to be a little bit more pricey. Let's uh, let's put you guys on the spot. You guys both own Michael Thomas. Are you buying? Are you keeping him and just thinking he returns to form with all the uncertainty with Breeze? Are you selling? Let's go you first, Quinn. Yeah, so my uh, thinking here might be a little bit backwards from most people. Um, I'm watching Drew Breeze, and if Breeze stays, I'm selling Michael Thomas. If Breeze doesn't retire, I sell Michael Thomas. I think the Saints offense next year will be better with Taysom Hill at the helm than Drew Brees. And I think Taysom Hill will look to Michael Thomas more than Brees might. Hmm. Interesting take there. That's one of those that will T- – Taysom Hill has a lot of interest to me just because we haven't – we've seen him use and we've seen him pass now. Like I was – all I heard is he couldn't throw and he threw. Um Michael Thomas, Sammy, he's on your team. He's your wide receiver one. You had some ups and downs with him this year. Are you selling him? Or are you keeping him? Yeah, I'm I'm selling him regardless. Um, a lot of the rumors that you started hearing out of New Orleans are pretty concerning. You know, it's about him punching a teammate, et cetera. You know, that's the type of thing that gets you traded. And I think he needs to be in that offense with Drew Brees to succeed. I'm completely on the opposite side of the fence. From Quinn, and the reason I think that is, I think their skill sets match perfectly. You're never going to see Michael Thomas blow by anybody and and you know just run a deep route. He, he doesn't have that top end speed. He's a great underneath receiver. He's great running those slants, like you said, as the slant king, and that's where Drew Brees excels. He is a ridiculously accurate passer. Go go watch Sports Science, Drew Brees on YouTube if you've never seen it, where the guy hit 25 or 25 uh, bullseyes. Um, it, it's insane how accurate Drew Brees is. And I think it works perfectly with the skill set that Michael Thomas has. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm selling him regardless of whether Drew stays or not. I think you can get some value from him now. And I think it's just going to go down moving forward. All right. I'll be honest. I'm not selling him. I think he's still the alpha. I don't care who his quarterback is. To me, he's the wide receiver one for a reason. And I am all on board. So, to me, these trades will not – they will be irrelevant to me because I'm not selling them. So, I'm going to hit you guys. Since you guys are on the fence, uh, Sammy's going to deal them. Quinn's trying to wait it out. I'm not going to let you wait it out, Quinn. I'm putting you on the spot tonight. So, I'm going to hit you with one first. I got Cam Akers, who's shown flashes, and a second-round pick for Michael Thomas. So, I think Cam Akers is eventually going to be the guy. Like, the next season, Cam Akers is going to be the guy in L.A. I think he's going to be getting 20-plus touches a game, which is what you want out of a running back in fantasy. And a second, yeah, I think, uh, I, I think I'd move Mike Thomas for that. I think it, it, would, it, it would be tough, but I could see myself moving Mike Thomas for that. Sammy, would you move Mike Thomas for Cam Akers in a second? Hell yeah. You know, I'm wearing a Florida state, jacket, right? I mean, if I could get my boy cam acres, I'll, I'll make that trade with my heart. So yeah, that's a, that's a bad one to offer me. I hope you got another one, please. This off season, we're going to do just a Florida state episode. That's all we're going to talk. <laughs> I'm not, gonna I'm be, not joking. Like it's going to be fun to talk hot buys of Florida state. Cause there's so many guys, long, dude, you know who I, who I thought about the other day, 
And you got to tell me this guy was not a beast. Greg Jones. You remember Greg Jones? <laughs> hey, so I, I just I just told you guys to watch a YouTube clip. I got a second one for you. Watch the YouTube clip. Just type in Greg Jones, UNC. He gives a stiff arm that's worse than the stiff arms that Derrick Henry gave Dude. to uh, to Josh Norman and old boy this year. I mean, it's ridiculous. Greg, Greg Jones was a monster. Oh, yeah. How he Greg Jones versus US, UNC. Eric Sammy, if uh, yeah, he you want to talk, uh, you want to talk Florida State guys. Um, Derek Nottie went to Florida State, won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs at defensive tackle. I actually, uh, I went to high school with him. When I was in a uh, high school, Nottie was there, and uh, he was a senior when I was a freshman. My freshman year, I was in the weight room lifting. I'm not, I'm not the biggest dude. I was legitimately benching the bar my freshman year of high school. That was it. That was what I could bench. Quinn and, was like, hey, Derek. Come yeah. here, Quinn. What's up, dude? So I see Derek Nottie come lumbering into the, uh, the weight room, and he threw what felt like every weight in the weight room on a bar, and he started – and he got under it like he was about to bench, and he looked over to me. I was the only other person in the weight room at the time. It was like 6 a.m., and he goes, hey, um, could you spot me? Yeah, sure, baby. I'll spot you. Let's go. <laughs> well, so I looked back at him. I said, will I stand over you and make sure you – and try to help you not drop the bar? Sure. If you drop it, can I help you get it up in any way? Absolutely not. And he goes, oh, no, I'm just messing with you. And just starts cranking out reps. Well, I was like, you oh, okay, you're just a monster. Got it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got some weightlifting records at Florida State. That dude was a hoss, man. He he still holds like every single one slam across the board at Ocean Lakes High School. Uh, I'm sure. All right, guys, we got one left. Dynasty receiver Kenny Galladay, free agent coming up, struggled with injuries five games this year. Wide receiver nine in 2019, still 27 years young, guys. You, ha- you own Kenny Galladay. He's your wide receiver one. Thoughts? Quinn. Yeah, um, if Kenny Galladay stays with Detroit, and if you're Detroit, they're not going to let him go. They'll franchise tag him. Um, so I'm about 95% certain he's staying in Detroit. I'm I'm keeping him. He's, he's going to be successful in Detroit. Matt Stafford's made a career of throwing jump balls up to make himself feel like he's a good quarterback. He did it with Megatron for years. Now he's doing it with Kenny Galladay. His quarterback's not great, but his quarterback thinks that he's – his quarterback has a cannon, and he'll just chuck it deep to Galladay, and Galladay will go get it. So he'll get his numbers. Okay. Sammy, what you got on Kenny, baby? Yeah, so that's the question. Is, is Matt Stafford going to be there? I've heard a lot of rumbling on the social medias out there, uh, specifically Twitter, about the chances that Matt Stafford's going to get on this year, and they're going to try to go a little bit younger. I think he's, what, 32, 33, somewhere around there. So uh, – I think he's got a good quarterback. And if you think about his last three years, including this year, which was uh, which was which was pretty bad in terms of games played, fifteen point two yards per catch, eighteen point three and sixteen point nine. So, uh, you know he he he's got a chance to put up some big numbers. The only problem with the Kenny Galladay and putting up those type of numbers is he's typically boom or bust. So, yeah. uh, I I'd, I'd buy him. I'd buy him. I, I, I like the the ability to stretch the field. The fact that Matt Stafford's 
probably going to be throwing in the ball, but might not. But we'll see how that plays out. Absolutely. Uh, this is a – to me, Kenny doesn't seem as old, and he seems like he's still in his prime. Um, so it's a, it's a lot more to take in with Kenny Galladay, with Stafford. I, just a lot. I think these Lions uh, go to a more run-heavy approach. That's my only kind of hesitant – I think with this next coach, they're going to focus on Swift. I don't know. I just don't know about Stafford, man, that health. I, I was saying he was a hot buy two months ago, and then he just consistently gets just manhandled. Um, so if I uh, if I could real quick, you're talking about the um, the Lions being – go shifting maybe to run heavy. Yeah. Um, I love A.J. Brown in fantasy, and he's That's on the true. most run heavy team in the NFL. Very, very good point, Quinn. I like that. Okay, so to me, yeah, if he's I'm, – I'm content with Kenny Galladay. If the offer presents itself, I might be interested in moving. So these trades I would probably take. Uh, one, maybe not, but I'm going to give you two real quick. Guys, I am offering you Kareem Hunt and Nikhil Harry for Kenny Galladay. Sammy, yes or no? Yes. Okay, taking Hunt. Quinn and I and I like and I like Galladay, but it's all on Hunt. Uh, yeah. I also like Hunt, and I like him better. Okay, I, I can respect it. What about you, Quinn? Dream um, Hunt and Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry could get another quarterback, and you see maybe something else, maybe not. But Hunt, yeah, has shown he's good. He's a gamer. For me, I I really do like Hunt. I don't trust Nikhil Harry as far as I can throw him, and I probably can't pick him up. So, you know. That kind of sums that up. Um, so I would I would it? ask you to swap Harry maybe for someone different, but I do love the Kareem Hunt part of that trade. All right, Kareem or Kareem Hunt in a third. I'll do that. There you go. That shows you just what Nikhil Harry is to a lot of people. I don't know if I want Harry either, man. Um, one more trade scenario with Kenny Galladay. Uh, I would, I'd Sammy? give a hold on, hold on. I'd give up a I'd give up a third for Nikhil Harry if you want to do that, Quinn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd take Nikhil Harry and give up a third. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't I don't know what the heck's going on in New England. I don't think New England knows what's going on in New England. I'm not touching that roster. Period. Okay, I got another he's one. The he's the type of guy. He's the type of. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. We'll move on to another running back that we're going to get to see in the playoffs. I'm not giving you guys time to think about this. Y'all have to take it or not, because that's how trades work. This isn't, you know, let me see if Drew Brees comes back. So the next one, A.J. Dillon, knowing that Aaron Jones is a free agent, and it's hard to pay our RBs, especially with a reduced cap next or this year, I guess. I'm going to give you A.J. Dillon and Nelson Aguilar, who just tore it up with the Raiders. You saw Derek Carr pretty much lean on this guy. Deal. You're taking A.J. Dillon? Oh, yeah. I love A.J. Dillon. Okay. Sammy? No, I don't love A.J. Dillon. I don't think he has a skill set to to do a lot of things in Green Bay. He's not a like-for-like replacement with, uh, with Aaron Jones. He's not a good pass catcher. He's not the type of runner that Aaron Jones is. He's more of a hard-nosed, smash-mouth type guy, and I think he fits in that offense very well. So I'm passing on A.J. Dillon, and, you know, in my mind it becomes a, a trade for Galladay and 
and Aguilar, and I'll stick with Galladay. I think that's another good one to discuss on a later pod is just A.J. Dillon, man. Like, what is his trade value? Holy shit. Like, we could watch the playoffs. Obviously, he gets a bye this week. But he could play the next game and have, you know, 15 carries, two touchdowns. And people are going to be drooling. You're going to hear the Gaga, baby. Oh, Quinn Dillon. Oh, baby. My thought with A.J. Dillon is – even if they don't use him as much as Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon's getting goal line touches. I want a running back that gets goal line touches. Yeah, that's how you score points. Um, yeah, guys, we've had fun tonight. It's good to be back on the grind. I miss the tan. I miss the beach, but I but I miss you guys more. We just did hot by happy hour. Another one for the good guys. Guys, before we get out of here, shout out to the Fantasy Affair, Johnny Slopes, McLaurin, Brad, Berkey, the King, Brian, and Brian Craighead, the Hammer, our new guys, Garrett, of course, Quinn, the voice. We have so many, so much talent. Our roster is set, stacked right now. Sammy, we got to get your voice on more shows, baby. The crowd wants it. So real quick before we know. get out of here. Know. Oh, we're going to get it. One more shout out to that cigar company because they will hook you up and we're trying to hook you up. So get your smoke on Sammy, hit it with it and give them your socials while you're at it. Bestcigarprices.com. Hit them up. Sammy Claus is the uh, promo code 10% off. Uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they could really use it. It's one of those businesses that's uh, struggling a little bit here during the, the pandemic. So see what you can do. Uh, if you're a smoker, BestCigarPrices.com, Sammy Claus. And uh, order. hit me up on Twitter. Go ahead. I was going to say, the Maddie uh, Daddy might. On... Ah, we're talking. I'll talk. You talk. We talk together. Um, I'll, all I was going to say is one of my quick little one-liners, as I always say. I might try a cigar just so I can say I'm lighting a fatty with the old Matt Daddy. But, uh, yeah, Sammy, where can we find you, baby? Hit me up on Twitter, Sam underscore Gordon. Samuel underscore Gordon. Samuel, always a pleasure, my man. And Quinn, the yeah, champion of Madden, the voice of the fantasy affair, the West Virginia bad boy. Where can they find you? Yeah, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, Quinn underscore Cusky. It's two N's in Quinn. Um and Matt, if you ever want to play me in a game of Madden, we got to get one live on stream. We can post somewhere. Quinn, don't sing it. Bring it. Oh, you can I find. Mean, I want to see oh. it. I mean, I you're not to gonna. You're not gonna hold. You're not gonna be able to run with me. But I just want to know if I can drop fifty or a hundred. Son, when I get in that eye formation and I bring that blitz, dude, you're gonna be. Oh, you're gonna be sucking on your thumb. You're uh, gonna. You're gonna get introduced to nickel three three five wide the greatest run defense in the history of Madden, and you're not going to know what's happening. Huh? What? Huh? Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Maddie Whoa. Daddy. Oh, inside tip. Inside Nickel, tip right there. There you go. You want, an, you want an inside tip? If you play Madden, nickel 335 wide, cover two man, spy both safeties, press. There you go. Best run defense in Madden. There you go, guys. Dick LeBeau, our defensive coordinator for the fantasy affair. <laughs> Guys, if you need me at Maddie Daddy 2652, don't forget to check out our website, our Twitter, our socials, 
It's always fun. Until next time. Ooh, ooh. Take you up in paradise up above If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love Life could be a dream, sweetheart Hello, hello again Shaboom and welcome to meet again Oh, life could be a dream If only all my precious plans would come true If you would let me spend my whole life loving you Life could be a dream, sweetheart now every time I look at you, something is on my mind. If you do what I want you to, baby, we'd be so fine. Oh, life could be a dream. If I could take you up in paradise up above. If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love. Life could be a dream, sweetheart.